0: Welcome back to the podcast of Not Your Average British Asian Girl. We are joined by Nicole, that's me, Sophia, Gio. Lenny, Gem. I'm Phoebe. Today's episode is unfortunately the last episode of season one, but fortunately there will be future episodes. Today's episode will be reflecting on season one, talk about our faves, and also we'll be picking five questions. our dearest audience and let's begin with how do you guys feel about the Not Your Average British Asian Girl podcast?
1: Great.
2: (laughs) Just 10 out of 10, great, Great. (laughs) would recommend.
1: (laughs) If you don't listen already you should.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's true, that's true. I think that we've definitely come a long way since we started this podcast Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's been a really great opportunity for us to get to know each other even more. Like it's been like what eight months since we all kind of got together. So it's really interesting to kind of hear and be able to share experiences together, which is what the whole podcast is all about for us to be able to
0: openly share our experiences in a
3: non-judgmental manner. So yeah, love
0: it. It's been great fun. Um, and I'm actually very chuffed that we managed to get through an entire season with one upload every single wednesday for several months how about you geo funny gem phoebe what do you
2: guys think well gem said great but- <laughs> <laughs> is there more to that <laughs> um yeah I'm, I'm super proud of everyone who's worked on your bag and i think um people who have been listening they they don't get to see all the work that goes behind it which has been also so so fun like the meetings we have all the planning we do um toward record podcasts even the editing has been so enjoyable um and it's a lot of hard work I had no idea podcasts are hard hard work but it's also great because we're doing it with people who we love and we enjoy seeing and talking to
1: Stand on my my great uh <laughs> the reason why i think it's so great is i i i think it's what's been really nice is um that it's we're an all-female podcast and coming together and hearing about each other's experiences some of us have like very similar experiences some of us have like very different ones and it's just it's really empowering to be around such uh, a group of women that we're not all the same and still are able to support each other and I think it's a good kind of representation of what women are like that we you know we all have our differences coming together and like speaking about our experiences is really really important and um, especially as Asian women where we're kind of always been taught to be hush hush and polite and sweet mm. all the time it's been really nice to be with you girls and also learn from you like I've learned so much about you that I didn't know before and i I just feel so empowered and inspired by all of you so i am so thankful that that we have been able to do this together um and i mean like if you listened to our valentine's day episode you'll know we're all gonna go on a little valentine's day date. um yeah online (laughs) because we're stuck um so it's nice we've even planned dates so we're all dating each other now yeah my girl (laughs) I'm not single anymore, yay!
4: Speaking <laughs> to what Jem said, for me as being the youngest, um, I have like older sisters that I can look up to. I feel like the podcast has really, like not only been a platform where we get to share each other's experiences, for me... I think it's also brought us like closer because like what Jem said we get to like learn from each other which is pretty pretty cool and also hopefully um you guys can like learn from us from our experiences and like stories too so yeah that's all I really have to say it's great it's been really great (laughs) (laughs) right
5: you know I always look forward to um when we record our podcast episodes because it's so much fun and we always get together and we just talk about things that, I don't know, Geo would say something that's really funny. And then Gem, Gem is also
1: <laughs>
5: Jem is also really funny. Um, so It's just something that I really look forward to all the time. I look forward to recording and I also look forward to on Wednesdays, listening to the podcast when it's out. Yeah. I have to thank Nicole because this is her baby. Yes. She's worked so hard yes. on it. She does the mm. editing. She puts everything together. She gets these clips. And she does the best work. And I'm really thankful for
0: Nicole. Yeah. (laughs) But of course I have to like thank all of you girls as well. Like Gio said, this is not easy. Like if only we could just immediately upload the chats that we have for editing, that would be great. Um, But also like, yeah, you girls have put in so much time and work into this as well. Obviously I don't do it alone. Yeah, I'm really excited. Like even though season one is coming to an end, I feel less sad about it. I feel more excited that we're going to have, you know, the next season coming up and everything that we've learned from this season, we can apply it to the next and make it even better. Yeah. Mm. So don't be sad that it's coming to an end. Be excited that there will be more coming.
2: Yeah. We've just started warming up. I feel like we've all had, like, we've just had our first round of drinks at the table and we're getting our second round and we're going to get, you know, we're going to get dirty. We're (laughs) going (laughs) to get everything. So... Um, yeah I'm really looking forward to the next season and the topics we're going to be speaking about because you know there is tea to be spilled yeah we're gonna (laughs)
0: gonna step up to the next level Um, like we said at the start of this podcast we are unapologetic um, and (laughs) honest and open non-judgmental there's a lot to unravel so with that said I want to know girls what's your favorite episode this is actually a question that um, one of our followers on Instagram submitted. I'm um, sorry if I butcher any Thank usernames you. coming up, <laughs> but this one is from Lim YH Lim Yang. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you know her? Yeah, she's from
3: me and Phoebe know her from university. Oh.
0: <laughs> Thank yes. you, Ewan, for
2: sending in this question. Thank you. It's a good question. Should we all answer yes. together? In three, two, one. In, in three, <laughs> two, one three
1: I three three <laughs> for you guys
3: <laughs>
5: i think three and four for me yeah same
3: i think me is free but also valentine's i think it's really funny because the people who were in the average podcast are also in the valentine's podcast mm-hmm. so i was like after how um the average podcast went with you guys i was expecting many things from the valentine's one and you know i wasn't disappointed <laughs>
0: um, yeah i think um like obviously episode three just because of how damn hilarious it was and it was also one of the first episodes that I wasn't in so it was just like so refreshing to not hear my own voice <laughs> and, like <laughs> see your reactions based off your conversation marriage markets like how Gio would just strip naked if anyone tries to sell her off or like and bark, bark. And dog yeah, <laughs> and bark. <laughs> okay. iconic um but I think Phoebe also mentioned episode four was her favorite too. And for me, um, it's also the same. I can't really decide between the two um, because episode four, like we went in deep about beauty standards and yeah. I'm, I absolutely love holding deep conversations um, and to see like each other openly talking about their vulnerable moments in the past. And it was wonderful to see how we all overcame the insecurities that we had Mm -hmm. so that episode also I hold dear to my heart
1: yeah I'd have to agree I think the beauty Sanders one was my favorite just again like it's the whole empowering thing it it just knowing that we're all there for each other and you know like the way I I felt like it it boosted my own confidence like having you girls being around and like yeah it was just very it was quite an emotional episode I don't know if you guys thought it was quite quite emotional like because I think I mean we discussed it there it's it's beauty standards is something that I think every woman um, and men as well but like I think mostly we can uh, speaking as a woman like as a woman it, it hits you every day and you have those days where it's really really hard and to know that like mm. other women are also experiencing it, and you know what it's it's not real like beauty standards isn't like this isn't a real thing it was um it was nice to be able to speak about it and I hope that listeners also enjoyed that and, and felt as empowered and touched by the episode as, as I did. That, that was a good episode.
4: agree with Jem. I tried so hard not to cry in that day. I don't know how I was able to like not cry in the day. Funny enough... Um, that time when we recorded it, I was at my, like, lowest. Like, I was feeling, like, very, very insecure at that time. But after the episode, I kind of, like, started to, like, feel better. Just, like, knowing the fact that I'm not the only one going through this. Like, there are other people who are there who can, like, understand. So, yeah. That's making me emotional <laughs> right now. Oh.
1: Um. oh, yeah. I think as a, as a group, like, I know before we started in your bag, we all discuss that one of the reasons we wanted to start this was to show other people that they're not alone. Um, and I think especially with with a topic like beauty standards where people, you do feel alone in it. When, when you're looking at your reflection and you see something you don't like, or you see something in the media that makes you suddenly feel like really self-aware about something you may be lacking. Um, you feel completely consumed and alone in the idea and speaking about it all together kind of takes away because the, the, I think feeling alone is one of the things that makes it painful um mm-hmm. I suppose it takes away a little bit of that pain to know that eh, it's not just me it's uh it's everyone else and we can all be there to support each other through this when you cried in that episode Sunny I was like I like I know we all feel like this is Sunny but she's just like she's my baby sis and whenever I see Sunny cry, which is a lot, I just start to feel like I want to cry. <laughs> just, you're going to make me cry right now. So just, right. Like, I just want to hold you. And like this bloody COVID isn't letting me hold you. So I'm um, virtually Ooh. holding your hand. <laughs> so
3: sweet. Oh, you know how Sunny saying she was the youngest? and like, just remember the episode that we had with John La and Christy. Ah. And I really, that's another thing I really liked about the episode because yeah. when we were talking about experiences, it's just it was really interesting to also kind of cause like Christy is part of the BAM team, in case you guys didn't know. But um she does all our designs and stuff and she isn't able to be present in our recordings often. So it was really good to be able to get her on the recording. But it was also really interesting to kind of see all of us in completely different stages of our university lives like first year second year third year and graduate Mm. and all of our experience about that and I think it was kind of enlightening to kind of see and also for us to kind of help and give advice for Sonny who's a first year Mm. and like what we things that we wish we would wish that we had done and wish things that she ended up wanting to do like I remember now she's part of the fellow SOC committee right after yeah. we had that discussion about you should join societies and whatnot so she's made a lot of progress on that so it's like you know how we're talking about baby sis like kind of biases like oh my god she grew up yeah. <laughs> Like yeah so like i thought that was really interesting also, just having John Lars as well having on the podcast—his like emotional <laughs> skills. Can we say? Can we just talk about that Instagram post where so he was literally like, <laughs> "Crazy <laughs> his
0: energy!" Like I we love need his the energy. energy. Yeah, <laughs> I really yeah. loved it.
3: So I think that's. Oh my god, there's so many good episodes from your bag.
0: There are. It's beautiful having these guests on our podcast. Like I never thought we'd be able to find these awesome people to feature and collab with. So once again very excited for what's to come next season like i'm curious to know who else we can bring on and what other great conversations we can spark let's move on to the second question which is submitted by spill the char podcast um (laughs) we love what's something you're scared to do but also really want to try
3: ah I know this like a hundred percent I really want to go solo traveling because yes. like I've always traveled with friends or like with family but I've always been really scared to go by myself because um I'm gonna be honest my oriente orienteering skills are terrible <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> like, like I have a really bad sense of it's gotten better over the years but it was one of the reasons why I didn't take part of DOV because I was like no I'm not, I'm not gonna survive but like But honestly, I really love exploring different cultures and stuff. And traveling is one of the things that I really love to do. So I'm really thankful that like just before COVID happened, I really made the most of it. But Mm -hmm. it is something that I want to kind of just throw myself in and try for myself. Because I think also when you go with friends and when you go by yourself, it's a challenge. But it's also kind of refreshing as well because you get to experience it for yourself. And sometimes you meet lots of new people as well and who accompany you on your journey. So I've heard so many good things, but... I am terrified to catch a flight by myself and
2: to go do it, but maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll join you for your first trip and then we'll just, like, leave you leave somewhere. You. <laughs> <laughs> and just be like, we just tricked you to getting to the location you need to go to and then we're just going to abandon you and you have to figure it out. I am going to take trust issues.
4: Yeah, wouldn't
0: it be nicer for her to like start her solo trip and then we join her?
3: Yeah, wouldn't it be better if you surprised me by meeting me there rather than yeah, like, maybe, <laughs> coming,
2: throwing me in, like, you know, <laughs> like accompanying me and then being like, bye. <laughs> yeah,
4: we'll do that instead. That's a good shout. <laughs> i would like is it is it skydiving like you know like oh i want
1: to yeah. do that
4: too That's what i want to do me too i'm like I'm, I'm scared of like super high heights but you know i'm like F it. you only live once i want to do that one day that'd be so cool i want to ride a horse oh, oh it's so fun ooh. it's so much fun oh,
0: but fun. it really hurts yeah afterwards your 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 ass the next day flies <laughs> oh it that, that burns it burns yeah because you're using your muscles to stay onto the horse as well and like oh god well when i try, i've only done it once but so i'm <laughs> probably a noob but when i did it it was in iceland <laughs> like yeah. we woke up when the sun just rose and it was beautiful uh-huh. it was so damn cold mm. um but we yeah we went horse riding and it was just so much fun because the horse would also go through like these little rivers i was like yeah. really frightened that i'll just fall into the
2: river <laughs> highly recommend it so good I mean I've, I've been on a donkey before um in Canada and it wasn't the same and the thing was I was like 14 years old on a donkey and it just it didn't seem like it was in proportion to <laughs> my size so I was just this 14 year old on a donkey in Canada just thinking I feel like I should be on a bigger animal than this <laughs> <laughs> um, which is why I want to try riding a horse and like I want to have a moment where I'm like riding the horse on a beach like in the Barclays oh. be advert. Yeah. yeah, super sexy. Um, yeah, horse
1: riding. <laughs> For me, it would be performing in public um, like singing so one of my goals this year anyway is just like I, I want to get back into my music because I used to do loads when I was younger and I just stopped uh, and I've got like, ridiculous stage fright where I like fully kind of almost have a panic attack like I can't breathe um and I it's just like really really bad and I feel like it really holds me back so I want I I'm terrified but I really want to perform in public Mm. yeah
3: I've been there done I've done public performance before so I know exactly how you feel about stage fright like I remember one time oh like busking one time I I did busking for the first time oh my god I was so scared because like the difference was because I was busking in an area that like my local area. So I was like, I'm going to bump into someone from school. I'm going to bump into someone I know. (laughs) And I actually did bump into someone that I knew. But I think it is a really good experience when you've done it because you kind of feel a sense of achievement that you've like been able to do something like that. And like one of the things that helped me really overcome my fear was like obviously practicing with someone and also like kind of finding a point in the audience where you can just focus on that point and then feel like everyone else doesn't exist. It's kind of one of the things that really helps support me and calm my nerves because i think when you're like confronted with a lot of people it can be really really scary especially when you're like on a platform or something and you can literally yeah. see like everyone as you get used to the song and get used to the environment you start to feel a lot more confident in yourself to be able to perform
5: i think those were those were all really good answers and i was trying to think of something that was different but i think i like to do swimming with sharks <gasps> no <laughs> oh, yeah uh you know obviously you won't be out in the open I think you might be put in a cage my aunt has told me a story about when she went she went snorkeling and the ocean is just a very scary place I want to go out into the ocean but i it's quite terrifying thinking about what might be out there yeah I've, I've never gone snorkeling before I've never done diving I think diving snorkeling or swimming with dolphins or sharks—that would be quite cool. I, it would be
1: very scary. Yeah, it's the fear of the unknown in the, yeah. in the ocean. Yeah. It's—I think I'm like re- like the most terrified of being no. I'd be like, I if I got stuck there. Firstly, I'm not a very good swimmer, but like also you can't <laughs> see what's around you, mm. and you don't know as well. I don't know very much. I know like salmon, tuna. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> or the
2: safe kind of fish yeah I don't know very many fish Nemo and Dory yeah so it's like I don't know what's out there I'm terrified of the ocean it's Uh, scary scary. I don't know why people want to explore it I think if the creatures (laughs) have to not be like discovered we should leave them there we should leave let them be let them live guys let them live
4: it's
2: so
5: interesting that we know we know more about space than we know about the ocean That's scary. That's the reason why. Just no. 90% of the ocean hasn't been explored.
3: Really? At least you guys can swim. (laughs) I can't swim. So, like, is it like my fear of water is like very high? Like, I have a really big fear of deep water. I remember like one time I went to the beach like in Korea and like my friend was like let's go into the ocean I was like no I'm gonna no. step like three feet into the ocean no. and then as for someone who can't swim as well like you don't mm. understand how like my level of anxiety went on mm, but then she was like I'm gonna carry you into the ocean because you know you oh. see like you know when you go into the water your water weight or something like that like you can't feel your weight or I can't remember what the exact science is behind it but basically like if she carried me she wouldn't really feel anything because of the water yeah she dragged me she pulled me into the water and like but I was like it's getting deep it's getting too deep it's getting too deep and like then she like just she like picked me up so I was like I was like okay but you can't let go like the moment you let go I'm gonna cry because the thing is like I think because of my past experience as well with swimming like I really want to learn to swim I, I don't know if I'm too old to learn now, but like No, you're I not to, too like, old. Never too I, late. No, no, never too, old. too Yeah, I really want to learn to swim because obviously everyone's like, oh, like let's say something happened, right? And then they're like, oh, you have to swim your way out. Guys, I'm done. I'ma <laughs> just chill here <laughs> and accept my uh, except my baby <laughs> But like it's definitely a really handy skill. So I'm really envious of people who can swim, honestly.
2: Phoebe you're brave that's a a scary I could imagine you like swimming with dolphins and then like if you were to be swimming with sharks and one came up to you you'd like to grow up to the shark and be like (laughs) what bite me (laughs) yeah bite me (laughs) but you're very brave (laughs) I think for
0: for me like my answer is something similar to gems um about like public performance I actually really want to do something like i don't know go on a panel on behalf of bam or like you know hold a panel with you guys like do some sort of an event Mm -hmm. and
1: yeah yeah,
0: see the community i know i'm i'm terrified of speaking in public as well i i've performed in public before like for chinese dance and ballet but that was just so many years ago and i was just a kid so Mm
2: -hmm.
0: now that i'm more aware of everything i would
2: be even more frightened yeah oh, I think yeah, it just okay. takes practice and experience right I mean like you know trained ballerinas aren't trained ballerinas overnight so yeah. you can you and Jem could like explore that together um and see how you can like support each other and maybe perform together online or something <laughs> that'd be really cool would be like your it'd be your audience if that's okay <laughs> <Your first laughs> oh, that's yeah so sweet.
3: like have you guys thought about like TED Talks like i've seen like i think i saw natalie yeah. from yellow Pot. she mm-hmm. had a ted talk i mean i have no idea what i would want to talk yeah. about but holding it hosting a ted talk would be so cool i would love to
1: do one really enough like performance wise i'm okay with presentations or like doing things like like public speaking i'm fine with it's mm-hmm. literally just singing there was one time i did um because when i did the thing at the national gallery we had to do like talks all the time and one of my favorite things that i did then was um on our halloween event like we organized this huge event of um kind of like it was kind of like cluedo like who did it like there was a we filmed this thing where there was a dead um curator and then one of the paintings had killed them and so we organized a tour and we all had to act as one of the paintings so then i like chose this one painting i can't remember the name of it but i acted as as though I was the, the figure in the painting and built a whole storyline behind it and like acted it out and whilst at the same time explaining the art history behind the artists and stuff. So, and I loved that. I was like, I, if I could do that all the time, like I would, like, it was just so much fun yeah I, I can't wait for covid to be done and we can do that kind of thing i think it'd be really nice like you said nicole like with bam if we could have some kind of events and and like also i think what's been great about the past year is we've been able to build such a great community that we can have like people like Natalie joelle yeah <laughs> <laughs> nathalie from yellow beetle <laughs> yeah it's um it's great like we could have like people like nathalie an event that we have because we know so many people joelle an incredible like i'm obsessed with her um mm-hmm. have her talk and yeah we have so many people we should we should do that we should plan something
0: yeah i we mean should. hey girls if you're ever listening like hey. let's <laughs> <just turn laughs> something in the future <laughs> yeah that'd be great uh for the third question our beloved la john la <sighs> admitted a question this one is a good one he
2: said dream guest dead or alive who would it be
0: I know we struggled with this
2: earlier. We? I, think, the <laughs> I think I mentioned Ali Wong. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm, oh, yeah. Well, the comedian. I think she'd be so funny on this. So funny. So, so, funny. so funny. She has a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's she'd be great. I'd love to have her on this. Yeah.
0: Mm. I've not seen much stand up comedy. But I've seen hers and I actually enjoyed it because I usually don't enjoy stand-up comedy.
3: <laughs> I think the other thing you mentioned after with Ali Wong was like, I talked about Kareen, who did We're Not Really Strangers. Mm. I mean, I'm just so inspired by the fact that she created something like We're Not Really Strangers because especially with us integrating it into our podcast and like how we've seen ourselves grow. I think we've mm-hmm. played it like three, four times now with yeah. the band team or not, give or take. And I think she keeps creating content, creating more like sets and stuff like that. So it's really interesting to see how she comes up with these ideas and stuff. I just think she's a really interesting person as well, like mm. to just listen to, to talk about and just generally really inspiring.
0: Yeah, I love that she's sparking these so-called difficult conversations when, you know,
2: they, they shouldn't be difficult at all. Mm. I just thought of one she's a political figure in America and I always feel like I get her name wrong her Instagram handle is AOC Alexandria Uh Uh, I think she's amazing Yeah. yeah um she's so inspiring to watch like she's so on it with her job and so passionate. And I wish we had something similar. Or I mean, I don't know anyone here in the UK who's like the parallel mm. um to her, but someone who's like as inspiring and as on it as she is with like her game, it'd be amazing to have her on here. Um or even like Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. You know, vice president. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe you should
0: like if, if we ever, I mean, we probably won't, <laughs> but if we ever get AIZ. Vivi would just, you know, play among us with her. <laughs> she plays some games with some oh, people, no. right? Like, she's so good at connecting with her community and people that look up to her. It's very inspiring. Yeah. She's mm. very inspiring. Michelle Obama to full well. Yes. 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 UK is really lacking, huh? So we can really, really think of yeah, Americans. Yeah. Oh,
3: I know. I would like to get Gemma Chan on <gasps> the conversation. Beautiful lady. Oh <laughs> yes. Oh. yes, yes.
5: Embodiment yes, yes. of
3: Beauty and grace. <laughs> You know you know if we ever got Gemma Chan on, <laughs> Ray would be crying. i oh <laughs> I'll be crying
5: too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, See me. She's, yeah. she's a goddess.
3: She's what oh. I was just think she's really amazing, like <laughs> as a person in terms of what she's done for representation, Asian representation in the UK. Yes, 100%. also the things that she does, and obviously she's beautiful. <laughs> we can all yeah. say that. So yeah i think in terms of uk representatives i think she would be someone that i really want to be able to have a conversation with
5: i i would like to have uh sawayama she's a british japanese singer um she has this song excess and she has a lot of other hit songs but in terms of representation of music in the uk she is she's killing it right now um as a east asian woman in london but um she got snubbed for the brit awards which is yeah, really really I saw that. disappointing um because she is british and she is a musician why shouldn't she be nominated yeah and i think uh, i watched her i it, lyrical genius where you, you sing it and you mm. talk about the the behind it and she was talking about capitalism and how like uh you don't really need to buy all these things and that's kind of like what her song is about but I didn't really realize until she spoke through it and I think she has a she has a really good take on some things and aligns with our political ideals so she'll be a really, really good guest I think most
0: of our answers are people that are alive yeah <laughs> uh, that's good to know but we have a chance
1: <laughs> we have a chance you know who'd also be great um Griffy. you know oh, the singer? Yeah, yeah. Be, she sang the theme tune to, to the Disney um advert with the Filipino story. Oh. But she, if I've got this right, she's half Japanese, I think, right? I think. Mm-hmm. I think she's half Asian. I'm pretty sure it's Japanese. Yeah. Um, but she I like follow her on Instagram and she firstly she just seems like such a sound girl, like so cool and nice, but she's just mad talented. Like so good. just so, so talented and just very cool. And I think she'd be a really interesting person to talk to especially Mm -hmm. talking about kind of her biracial identity um and her experiences with that I think it's it'd be something really interesting to discuss um Mm -hmm. big fan of her and also yeah talented very talented the her music's great you should listen to it That Christmas
2: advert, honestly, every time I hear the song or see a clip or an image from the advert, I weep. I was in a car once driving on, um, luckily it wasn't the motorway, but I was driving on a dual carriageway going quite fast. And it came on the radio, weeping, just me weeping in the car, just going like 40 miles per hour. Just, oh my God, everyone's going to look into thinking I'm just having a, like a midlife crisis or something. (laughs)
0: moving on to question four this is submitted by kia k-i-e-y double a underscore uh what top tips do you recommend for budding podcasters i i feel like jem may have some good tips because she's like she's a part of two podcasts technically free hello our podcast pro <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah technically free we have two here
1: <laughs> I mean, initially, when starting a podcast, I think the good idea is like it, it does take a lot of planning. So you need to be able to be willing to put in the work for because um, I think even me when when I started when we started Rice is Rice, I thought super easy. All you need to do is talk into a mic. But it's not. It's um the way the way you talk on a podcast is very different to how you would talk with your friends. You have to think more carefully because it, for one, it's going into the public sphere. Um, But also, time-wise, you can't, like, I'm a big rambler. So you have to become more self-aware in terms of your speaking. So the best way to kind of go around that is planning. Um, What we do with bag is we have, like, an itinerary kind of thing where we will put, like, bullet points down before. And I think it is really useful to do that. Um, And another thing I'd say, actually, I I think a lot of emphasis is put down on the tech. Obviously, it is great and it is kind of ish important that, you know, when you're listening to a podcast, the sound quality is great. But I don't think you should let that stop you because if we let that stop us, like it just wouldn't work because not everyone has um, the ability to get really good sound equipment. And you know what, like if you want to start a podcast and you have things that you want to say, do it write it down plan it out and just whatever you've got on you record you can even record on your iphone and as time goes by maybe then you'll eventually be able to like save up and like get better equipment but i don't think it's something that you should hold back on um, at the beginning
0: for sure Mm -hmm. that reminds me of like several people have said this to me before like for example photography if you have the talent or the skill to do it, it doesn't matter what kind of camera you have because obviously photography it's not just about the quality of the photos it's also about like composition you need to know about the lighting and so on and so forth like what matters most at the end of the day is the content that you're producing like what do you have to say um Mm -hmm. do you think it will I guess make a difference if you create this content and share it with the world just do it if you want to do it get started don't don't worry too much about it and At the end of the day, you're going to keep learning as you go go through with it. Yeah, I think the other
3: thing I wanted to say is like, when you're starting a podcast, it's like being able to kind of find your niche. Because I think think that in the podcast community, it's like you can talk about anything, literally anything. But it's like, you don't want to end up falling into a tangent of, oh my God, where's the direction of my podcast going and stuff like that. Like I think when we first started in your bag, we literally thought about how our branding is and what our values are, what why we wanted to start this podcast. So I think that's something to really think about and it really helps reflect back on what your podcast will end up turning out. So kind of having your own core values about how you, why you want to start the podcast is a really important way of thinking about it. And I think also kind of leading on to jem's point about like the itinerary and like our organization and planning um the other thing is like uh whilst you need to be aware of the time it's also being able to kind of i guess this is something that you start to pick up as the time goes by but kind of like learning how to like shift between conversations and stuff like that Uh, because there's always so much to talk about (laughs) and we could be here for ages talking about one thing but it's like managing how to adjust the conversation to a different direction and stuff like that yeah okay at the beginning it's a little bit awkward at first (laughs) but definitely as you get more practice with it it's like really helpful when you know how to change the conversation lead on from something asking more questions and stuff like that and yeah and and guess just rounding off your podcast and stuff
0: consistency is a really great way of having a good podcast Yeah. My main struggle with the podcast, especially in the beginning, was trying to be comfortable with certain silences because a lot of the times we kind of come up with I mean, we have our bullet points and stuff, right? But there are times where we kind of think about things on the spot and there may be silences when we're shifting, like Sophia says. And also trying not to talk over each other, (laughs) especially like in certain episodes we have six people, right? Oh, and I think one last advice I would give is like whatever you whatever it's about make sure you're passionate about it Mm. because at the end of the day your audience will be able to hear whether or not you care about the topics you're talking about um yeah have fun with the process
1: yeah yeah that's the, the most important thing really is really have fun you your listeners can hear it I think in your voice if you're enjoying it or not and and it's a lot easier to talk about things that you believe in and you love and you enjoy and podcasting is one of those things like I think with most creative things you really need to love it um because it's what ultimately drives like the best form of creativity i think love and and like care and then like one last thing as well that i was gonna say is um don't be afraid to ask questions i think thank you so much for asking us that um that's a really great step to it and don't ever stop like if you have questions if you listen to podcasts and and there's someone that you really like and you want to get advice from them like reach out a message like that's how when we started advice mm-hmm. rise i messaged um the girls from Brown Girls do it too, who, um, it was on the BBC Sounds. Uh, that was my favorite podcast and uh, adored it. And I messaged them asking for advice, saying that like I'm sorry wanting mm. to start a podcast. Like, what advice would you give? And one of the girls replied to me and gave me like a huge list. And it's really nice to know that you've got the support of other people around you, but also get like legit advice. So yeah, thank you for asking us. And don't be afraid to ask again anything else. And if you have other podcasters that you enjoy the content of, ask them questions. It's um we're all here to help each other, and it's a, it's a huge learning process for everyone we're still learning and i hope that we continue to keep learning because that's that's actually one of the best bits about doing a podcast is you're constantly learning new skills um, and new things about yourself uh so yeah thank you so the final
0: question of today's episode is can you all describe each other in three words and this was submitted by leandro leo my friend
4: from uni hi
1: (laughs) (laughs) your name's like my dad's name well it's not the same but it's similar. My dad's <laughs> my dad <laughs> my dad's name's Lissandro. So oh, it's kinda like Leandro, Lissandro, similarities, you know.
0: <laughs> thought it'd be interesting <laughs> yeah a, f- a fact we never thought
4: we would need <laughs> You're welcome. Okay.
0: um before we get
3: off topic we should um let's think about how we're gonna do this so there's six of
1: us we have to come up with three words each oh my gosh this is really stressful <laughs>
0: Hi, I guess you could say that this is Nicole from the future. I am currently editing this episode and first of all, thank you so much for reaching this far if you're still listening. The reason why I'm here is to let you know that the answer for this final question submitted by Leandro will be up on YouTube instead. We actually spent 30 minutes trying to answer this question and things got pretty emotional. Perhaps it would be much more interesting for you to see our reactions while listening to what we had to say. Everything was very heartfelt. Um, All the girls were extremely sweet with what they said. Very empowering. Um, So I guess I'll see you over on YouTube. And for now, I'll pass it back over to Sophia, who will wrap up this final episode of Season 1. Thank you for tuning in. I guess rounding everything off in terms
3: of this. I can see a lot of teary eyes, a lot of emotions coming out. I think having a question like this, even though we're very emotional right now, I think it goes to show a lot about how far we've come with our podcast. Like, as you mm-hmm. said, like I remember when we compared to the first words we said to each other about th- in like the first podcast, clean. like Kaleen. clean <laughs> <laughs> and like stuff like that. So I think that it's really kind of reflected how we've really got to know each other in this season. Mm. And I'm super excited to hear more about what we're gonna do, especially as we play more games and we're not really strangers. I hope you guys are ready to cry some more soon (laughs) as we progress through the levels.
0: Thank you so much for listening. It really warms not just my heart but everyone on the bag team's hearts. Um, whenever we receive feedback from you guys, it's always so kind and lovely and I remember one of my friends messaged me and she was like, I listen to your podcast on my way home when I'm driving in the dark. And it makes me feel less alone. Like, cause growing oh. up she didn't have many British Asian girlfriends in a way. Yeah, she's kind of like sees us as her friends and she gets to hear into the conversations and that's so lovely to hear. And it's obviously one of our goals to achieve something like this
1: you listeners are what kind of like drives all of us to like continue with this, and like we yeah. we wouldn't have like anything to talk about if you guys weren't willing to listen so yeah thank you and again yeah thank you for for the questions um this has been really nice um uh, and one thing i want to say is like that last activity with all of us like describing each other like thank you Leander, for send that in, sending that in thank I you think, Leo yeah I hope <laughs> like everyone else who's listening go to your friends like message them now and like hold the same kind of thing because especially right now when we're in lockdown and I think it's a lot of us are feeling lonely um and really disconnected this is this has been a really nice way to feel connected to you guys um and not feel alone so yeah message message your mates and let them know how you feel about them. Um, and if you have any other questions for us or or like, any comments about this. Or or actually, you know what would be interesting as well is if you guys messaged us and, and gave a word as to what you think we're like uh, after listening to the podcast. Um, that would be quite a cool thing to hear from you guys What you think of, of us. Um, yeah. <laughs> messages, DM us, slide in the DMs. Do a Sunny. Do it. Do it.
3: Sunny it <laughs> Once again, thank you so much for your support. We couldn't have done it without you guys. Thank you so much for your questions and everything. Like, honestly, our progress and development of this podcast and what it's will continue to be as we develop into the new seasons is something that we really wanted to get in touch with our audience and be able to connect with you guys. So I really hope that you have felt connected through this process. Oh, my God, I sound like I'm not going to cry. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> I guess, like even though unfortunately as we said the season is ending that doesn't end here we're still available on all sorts of our social media platforms i think facebook instagram twitter so that's bam and beyond so that's b-a-m-n-b-e-y-o-n-d so don't forget to check us out there we also will be sharing our video highlights and stuff on our youtube as well as just i guess there's also other ways of us to talk to each other as well so we've got discord if you want to continue the discussion and also, don't forget to you can support us through various ways. Whether it's buying a bubble tea, buy a coffee, we appreciate so much. Uh, it really goes to show how we f- how you feel about our content. If you want to get something cozy, as the band members are wearing, don't forget you can check out our merch. And actually, we have something special to reveal. So, when this podcast is released this following weekend, we'll also be having a Twitch stream. Yay! Which means that you guys have a live opportunity to ask us girls anything you want, pretty much. So, if there's anything that we've missed from this uh, podcast, we'll also be sharing it through our Twitch stream. So, we'll let you guys know in advance, but do stay tuned on our social media to have a look at it. But I guess, to round things off and to end it here, thank you you again and also i hope that you guys will take into account of gratitude i guess to end this episode so we'll think about what you guys are grateful for and what you're grateful for for other people as we shared our words i really hope that you guys can get in touch with your loved ones and do the same activity too on that note thank you
2: you see you in the next one